0: Check, 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 it's your boy King Vaughn on the mic, you know, Celestial Conversations, we back here with it, episode 13, I know y'all missed us, so we apologize, we'll be back, you can follow your boy King Vaughn at rugby underscore Reggie,
1: on Instagram and Twitter as always, and his co-host King Grundy, you can follow me at The Grundy Show on Twitter and Instagram, facts, 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 so yeah man, like I said,
0: we back here, episode 13, 13, um, crazy yeah man Episode 13 Still kicking it Kicking that knowledge And uh Kicking that positive energy So yeah like I said Episode 13 Hustle will motivate Obviously of course To pay homage to the late great King Young Nip Rest in peace Nipsey Hustle And everything like that um, that's what this episode Is primarily gonna be about uh, Hopefully I listen to episode 12 When we had the two queens Nucci and Sensei on We was talking about love and what love means to us and everything like that. Hopefully yeah, I was able to take some insight and um, really appreciated that episode. And then, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, we kind of took a, a week off after episode 12. So, I mean, what, what you been up to, buddy? Anything, anything going on? Just been
1: working, working two jobs now. Um, currently at a bank. I'm not going to mention her name. Instead this the <laughs> store, not going to mention her name either. I the bills, <laughs> but I'm not out here. Sponsorships. Facts, facts Working two jobs Just trying to Balance the two uh, One of which I'm contemplating Leaving mm. Because um, It's the matrix As we spoke about On our two episodes ago Yeah in Episode 11 It's, it's rough it, it drains me In my energy uh, My creativity My happiness And I just don't It's not sitting right In my soul So I'm contemplating Leaving I'm gonna give it Myself two more weeks See if I wanna stay If not Put that two weeks Resignation noticing mm-hmm. just to get that that clarity and freedom back because I don't we we trying Need to break it. out of this system And I don't want to put myself deeper into it the facts because I mean as y'all know I had to do it Twice
0: pretty much like I was at where I was at For a year had to dip and then I was at where I went after that for three months and I was just like, yo, like I was I literally have never felt like that in my life. And it's just, Grundy and I was, he was hitting me up about it earlier in the week. And it was just like, yo, I, now I see what you were talking about when you was dealing with like this, being in these jobs and in these corporations for nine hours a day and doing what you got to do. It's just like, yo, it's so draining on your on your mental.
1: And it's wild. It really, really is. So It's almost like you have to put on a face while you're there, like you're acting. Exactly. Like you're around so many different age groups, so many different ethnic groups. And at the same time so many different branches within the banking business Mm -hmm. so a lot of times i feel like you're not yourself that's what i feel like per se Mm i feel like i'm not myself i feel like i'm in a sunken place and i'm being stripped of who i am to become someone else and i'm like nah that's not who i want to be exactly and the fact that i had like a supervisor pretty much tell me
0: that that's what you have to do sometimes to come to work but that's what you have to do to come to work every day i was like you hear yourself like do you hear what you're saying bro like you sound crazy it's almost like be the house negro exactly it was like so he like the fact that he would say that he has to come in here and put on a different face and everything like that every day i was just like yo you don't even hear yourself like you don't understand what you're saying like what you're doing to your to your mental and to your consciousness and essentially to your soul and your well-being your well-being to be honest like you're really like putting on a front and being somebody fake just to chase your bag. like and you've been there for 10 plus years on top of that like yo you sound crazy son like i'm not about to be you I mean, I'm not about to be stuck in the place that you clearly are stuck in. So mm-hmm. it's just wild how many people have that mentality. You don't even know it. Like, I mean, one of the famous quotes from Harriet Tubman is like she saved she saved a thousand slaves, but she could have saved a thousand more if they knew that they were slaves. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. But I mean, I hope you figure it out. You know, yeah. what I mean, I hope you. If that if that doesn't end up working out, man, I hope you just figure out what you could do. To actually get the bag, but actually be happy with getting that bag, you know what I mean? Because that's really what it comes down to. It's like chasing the bag is one thing, but if you're chasing the bag and not even happy
1: once you even after receiving the bag, it's like, what are you really doing with your life? Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Like, getting yeah, the bag is good, but I'm losing something in the process. I'm gaining monetary gain, but I'm losing myself in the process. And that's something I don't want to do. I want to keep myself and continue to gain the fortune as well. Exactly. Like, the same way your chakras got to be balanced, like that.
0: Your mental well-being gotta be balanced as well. Like you can't be out here making a hundred racks a year. Like you got the bag, you got all the all the material, but it's like, what's your what's your mind? What's your mind like? Mm-hmm. What's your just fair, <laughs> shout out if you any of the, any of the battle rapper um any of the um the rap battle uh connoisseurs out there like like Suge say what's your life like like mm-hmm. what's your life like bro like what are you doing once you get the bag and everything like that like what are you doing it's like. Keeping you sane, really, because I mean, we we hear all the time like this, whether it's celebrities or millionaires, billionaires, or they got all this bread, but at the same time, they're probably some of the most unhappy people in the world at the end of the that day.
1: True,
0: that like true. we like. I mean, I know, I know, I'm not the only one to be confused. Like, damn, such and such has committed suicide. Such and such just did this. this, blah blah blah. Like, isn't it's depressed? It's like, and we subconsciously be like, what are you depressed about? You got your network on Forbes's. Two hundred fifty million. Like, what? Right. What? What, what can he possibly be depressed about? It's like, money really don't don't buy happiness. It's true. It really doesn't. It's it's it's
1: a fact. You know what I mean? But with all that being said, and, and tying it back into today's episode, during this week, because that's what's really been stressing me out this week. Nip, you know the Nip situation. Rest in peace, Gypsy Nipsey, Nipsey the Great, aka Thundercat. Um, Listen to his music during this week of me like still contemplating if I want to do this he really been motivating me to like step out and invest in myself because that's what Nick really talked about. That's what motivate. Cut the middle man out and believe in yourself. <laughs> Pull up in <the> motor cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with that whole that mindset, so like fire. during the time I was thinking about do I want to stay here, I started writing a book. Mm. Everybody know now. Nobody know about this now. Everybody know. Wow, okay. I'm currently working on a book. It's a it's a combination of written pieces I've done over the years. Grundy the artist. That I never and recited. Often. A lot of people never really heard, so I'm just making a, a whole entire book out of all these written pieces, and this is a, a lot of people's way into learning about me, because everybody feel like I'm a mystery, they don't know about me, so this is their way to get to know about me.
0: That's that's
1: fire, yeah. I didn't I did even, I mean,
0: I I mean, like I said, it's this my man, and I didn't even know about this this man yeah. Grundy out here about to be an author. Try that's, it, man, that's Try fire. It, man. I mean, that's it's it can uh, it can happen bro i got a cousin that wrote a book actually she actually has a couple books matter of fact on amazon and everything like that i wish i had the name so i could drop the plug real quick but that's my my apologies but um yeah that's fire, bro i'm definitely definitely hopefully i could be a part of that as far as just whether it's proofreading or just helping you whatever
1: whatever whatever um i could be a part of definitely i got like 30 pages left Once that's done i'll send it to you and the preliminary title right now is uh, My Way Out. Because I figured this is my way out of the, the Matrix. All right. That's definitely fire. Thank you. So that's, what, that's what's been going on with me. What's been going on with you, brother? Um,
0: I mean, I'm really just trying to still just trying to figure it out, bro. Like, to be honest. um, Just trying to hustle, but still trying to motivate at the same time. Like, that's like, I don't, we didn't name that episode for no reason. Like, just for Nip, obviously for Nip. But at the same time, I like just that title and that song alone, it really resonates with me because it's like, I, I'm, I I try to hustle and kind of get the bag or just try because I mean, at the end of the day, we got bills to pay and everything like that. Um, at the same time, I try to motivate as much as possible, whether it's through this podcast or through the stuff I post on social media and everything like that. I mean, I kind of fell off from like posting things. On my, like I want this whole week without posting none on my story.
1: Wow, damn.
0: Yeah, and that's rare because like, most of the time, I at, least, I at least post something like a picture or of like what I'm listening to at the time or something conscious to try to help like to get somebody people to think about whatever but I mean yeah I mean I feel like I've been part of me just staying to myself a lot um I reconnected with somebody so that kind of had my mind on, on kind of trying to figure things out with that as well trying to see what the situation is was going to be with that um I mean, and I'm still just like mean, as far as finances go. I'm still just doing Uber and Lyft. So you might catch me in your city pulling <laughs> up if you use Uber and Lyft. You know what I mean? King Vaughn might be the driver for the day. Make sure I give my man some five star rating. <laughs> Where I need that five star rating and that tip, please.
2: Mm-hmm. And thank wow. you.
0: <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, I mean, I'm still trying to get through uh, 12 Universal Laws of Success. I'm still trying to get through that book. You know what I mean? And I'm just honestly just trying to plan trying to make money just so I could plan a couple of trips that I'm trying to do this year. Cause I mean, that was one thing that I, that was one goal that I really wanted to have for 2019 is just travel more. Um, and really just trying to figure out what I want to do long term. Like I might be 25 next month. You feel me? So <laughs> maybe I might to be two, 26. Yeah. Might be, might be 25, you heard? So it's just kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to stay, stay just really stay focused. And just figure out what I want to do long term. Um, I got some things that I I got some plans and things that I want to do um, and everything like that. I don't want to put them over the airwaves as of yet uh, just because I kind of want to keep that energy safe and sacred. Uh, They say not to share all your all your ideas and all your plans with everybody because you never know what kind of energy they might be putting back and towards that as far as um, hoping you don't achieve that or whatever not everybody's gonna be on your side as you can see just as high right back into that nip situation they right. say this dude allegedly depending on what part of this story you believe which we're gonna get to they say that the man that that that, that took my man nip's life was apparently one of somebody that was close and somebody that he knew of You know what i mean it wasn't some stranger just from the hood it was somebody that he actually knew and was like in the in the same circle or at least cordial with you know what i mean so it's just wild, it's just wild. So I mean, let's just, let's just get into that and just, you know what I mean? But I mean, the two of us, we doing good. You know, I mean? we're just starting to stay focused, figure things out and just plan things accordingly. But we um, straight, we're gonna try to get more consistent with the episodes and, every, and try to make it every week and not skip a week and everything like that. But um, like I said, we here now, so episode 13, hustle and motivate. So uh, let's get into this man, Nipsey Hustle. You know what I mean? the king from slawson boy as he had tatted on his back and everything like that and let's just really get into the who he was his influence uh what he meant to the black community as he continued to progress and grow as a as a young man and uh what obviously we're going to touch on this the the quote unquote conspiracy side of this as far as what he had planned with the dr sebi documentary uh, we're going to explain the who Dr. Sheppy was, because I feel like a lot of people don't truly know who that man was and what he's known for and everything like that. So we're going to touch on who these two individuals truly were and what they were doing in the community um, before their untimely demise. So um, who do you want to start with first, for real, for real?
1: Let's obviously start with Nip. Let me ask you, um, when did you first start hearing about Nipsey?
0: Um, so that's the thing, because a lot of people, I saw a lot of people upset, saying that, oh, a lot, a lot of y'all not even really NIP fans, y'all just convenient, conveniently uh, being fans of him now because he passed. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was listening to NIP back in 2010, honestly, like the marathon, mm-hmm. the marathon continues, um, the mixtape with Keys to the City, mm-hmm. I think that was the marathon continues. Um, that's honestly when I got put on the NIP, and like that was back in high school, 2010, that was the end of night, that was the end of freshman year of high school, beginning of sophomore year of high school, you know what I mean? So um like if i look yeah the marathon mixtape 2000 oh 2013 i might have been a little off um apparently that mixtape came out in 2000 oh no it looks like it was put on spotify 2013 but i swear that mixtape came out way earlier than that in high school um yeah the marathon mixtape came out in 2011 so i was in high school then i might yeah. have had the years off a little bit but like i said i got put on to him in high school is pretty much what i'm trying to get at um and then, yeah, so that's how I found out about Nip. And then, I mean, but back then I wasn't really conscious. So, like when I would see the videos and see the, the clips of him posted in the hood and dropping jewels like he was, like I would listen to it and appreciate it, but I didn't really understand didn't it really to, the, yeah, to, the, to the level in which I understand it now, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, like I said, back in high school was when I first got introduced to Nip and put on the Nip um, and who he was and what he was really, um, Trying to trying to push.
1: I mean, what about you? I was first introduced to him in high school as well. It's Word. funny. I got introduced to Nip, to Nip through Wiz. He was in um, mm. okay. Wiz's Never Been video, and he was like just in the background smoking. I'm like, mm-hmm. he looked familiar, and I like never knew who he was. But mm-hmm. I figured he was. I don't know. I don't know. Like I figured he was a cool dude because chilling a Wiz, Word. and then I saw the the marathon, the TMC mixtape drop. I heard a few tracks from there. Mm-hmm then I heard him here and there every now and then and then I really got into him when Crenshaw dropped. Right. Cause my, my homies John Taylor, John Brown, they was blasting all the time. I'm like oh Nipsey Hussle I heard about him but I would like really listen to him when mm-hmm. Crenshaw came out. Right. and Ever since then I was a huge fan because I was, that's when I was a little older. He was out of high school at the time. Mm-hmm. I viewed the world a little bit more and I could understand what he was talking about mm-hmm. so I gravitated to it more because he was also a businessman but he was very boastful on the mic too talking about what he had based off his business mindset Mm
0: -hmm. that's true because i mean like i said a lot of the stuff that he talks about whether it was in interviews or in his music but a lot of the stuff like i said as far as the the um trying to inspire and help a lot of that was touched on like specifically and directly through his uh his little interviews and him just being on the block and him dropping jewels about like how to save how to manage your bread and everything like that you know what i mean so he was just a really, really powerful individual. And it's just like when I first, like just to touch on when, because Rob was the first person to tell me about what was going on as far as him getting, getting shot. He texted me and I saw it. I was like, he was like, yo, they shot Nip. And I was like, what? I don't know if I was driving or out, so I didn't really have time to like check Instagram and Twitter because that's really my news source at the end of the day. Like if some shit pop off, obviously it's going to be trending number one on Twitter ASAP. So. I peep, sure enough, as soon as I got the text, hop on Twitter when I was able to do so, boom, Nip, number one trending on Twitter, Nipsey Hustle shot. Then I see that he was shot in front of his store. Then I see that he was shot six times. Hour later, um, I see that he's confirmed dead. And I'm just like, yo, what? Like I it said, that happened so quick. Yeah, like I said, like like we said in, in pre production, I was just like, yo, this it happened too fast, you know what I mean? So I was just, I didn't believe it, I'm just like, Nip got shot six times, hour later dead, like all all that happened, like I said, within an hour and a half, two hours, me getting all the information at once, so I'm just like, what, what, (laughs) I I just really didn't really know how to make sense of none of it, you know what I mean, so I was just really just, just thoroughly confused, and so, like just from... And one of the things, that I guess, that I, like, interview-wise, is the, is the interview with him on the block. He got, like, the curly hair still, and he got on the Seattle, the Seattle Mariners for it. Yeah. And he was dropping jewels. So, like, we'll, um, we'll post that in that, that interview in the, uh, in the description. But then the, between that one and there's another one where, they, where again, he's on the block, and uh, like, a, a, a tank top, a white tank top, and still, again, like just dropping jewels talking um, about buying property and stuff instead of jewelry and cars exactly yeah. and like i said this is young nip mm-hmm. like nip was, you could tell he was dumb young yeah. dumb young before right. the beard before the hair was super long right yeah right before that uh before the uh he had the uh eritrea uh, roots really flowing through yeah. his hair and everything yeah. like that because that's so people who don't know right obviously he grew up in compton and everything like that you know what i mean rolling 60s Crenshaw, this and of dirty sloshing um He's he grew- to the Crenshaw. My fault, you're right. Crenshaw. My Crenshaw. fault, my fault, my fault. <laughs> Crenshaw. shirts came in flight. You know right, right. My apologies. Uh, too many C's. See, <laughs> we out here cripping <laughs> already. We in here cripping hard. Uh, <laughs> <C's>. Too many <laughs> C's. We're in too many C's. Too many C's. Um, but he, uh, like I said, he's from Crenshaw. But apparently, like, when he was in his early teens, he went to Africa for, like, three months to, mm. like, to stay with his family in Eritrea. Uh, if i'm hopefully i'm pronouncing that that country right um uh, but it's in east africa i mean over by ethiopia and everything like that uh, i think it's like a little further north of ethiopia actually um but that's where his family is originally from so he went there for i believe it was like 90 days three months whatever it was like an extended period of time pretty much and he went there and that apparently like uh, apparently like changed his life and it just really opened him up to um, obviously, to his culture, where his family comes from, his African roots, and everything like that. And then, um, there's pretty much all the stuff that he was getting into back back in the hood. It's just like, it's not. That's, there's more to life than that. And I feel like that's, that's powerful because most people just caught up in that hood life and that hood mentality. They don't have the opportunity to go to even to another state, let right. alone to Africa. Right? They don't get a chance to even leave Cali. You know right. what I mean? Yeah to go to like maybe just like somewhere else in general like just sometimes they
1: don't even leave their own neighborhood or block They exactly enjoy. exactly so
0: so you could be from LA you may have never even been to the bay because like even right. like even the bay that's a that's a that's a that's a plane flight you know what i mean like you could you gotta fly i mean mm-hmm. obviously you could drive but i mean Cali's a big ass state very true. you know what i mean so exactly it's just like <clears throat> it's how how that how much that changes life and everything like that and I don't remember if he, talked, if he touched on that in one of the interviews I just touched on if he talked about it in his uh, Breakfast
1: Club interview or whatever I think it was the Breakfast Club one okay I think that was like an hour or something I think they touched on it hmm yeah yeah if if, if we are wrong there's a bunch of Nip
0: videos out there He right. driving jewels we'll, and gems right we'll post we'll post those three cause those are like the three big ones uh, Breakfast Club interview I think I think he he touched on a lot in the Hot 7 interview with Ebro as well and then the three Young Nip um interviews of him on the block but um yeah it says nip was a was a real powerful dude and it's just all the testimonies of people who knew him in the hood from when he was younger to up until his passing like just people whether it was police officers uh like freaking the, the metro account in la like paid homage to him on twitter bro right. like crazy like how much of an influence he was to la
1: and it's just wow as they say, Nip had no smut on his name. Nip was a, a real deal. Like he got a street cred, he got his business credits, he got his credits in a rap game. Rip. Oh, Nip was the real ones, Right. Yeah, for a thousand. He was it was super real. You can't can't deny him. That's why like when we heard the news that Nip was shot, it's like, who would shoot Nip and why? Mm-hmm. Gypsy Nipsey?
0: Come on. It's crazy.
1: He was he was giving back to the hood like saying that it's
0: sad would be it's an understatement bro because it's like like this like this 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 so i mean i know a lot, a lot of people may have been fans and everything like that but this is how like kind of surreal it was to me so the day after we got the news so i guess that would be sunday night and we're, what's uh, happened i believe sunday yeah like, the 31st sunday. happened sunday so that night after everything was transpiring all the news was out and then, you wasn't, you couldn't scroll up and down Twitter or Instagram and, and not see a post about Nip. Like I hopped on Instagram that day, bro, and like every single post was Nip, Nip, mm-hmm. Nip, Nip. Like no gas. So that night, right, I go to sleep or whatever, and I have a dream. <clears throat> I think I told you about this. No, you didn't. I didn't. No. Okay. So I had a dream, bro, that I'm in Cali, and I'm at Nip and Lauren's crib, and like helping Lauren and her family mourn for Nip's passing, bro. Wow like it was so it was so wild because like and it was so real and so vivid like i was in out at their crib like it was this detail bro like to to the extent that like when i pulled up it was a it was a blue impala outside like like it was nip's crib son like it was crazy like it was it's, i mean granted i don't even know if he has a blue impala but i'm sure he out. does this nigga's from la and it's a, i know he does <laughs> like I, I know he does you feel me like and then i go inside and it's like, Lauren is in there. Lauren London and everything. It's a big ass crib. And it's like, I'm in LA, it's, I, it's palm trees and everything. Like, bro, it was so wild, bro. Like, I never met this man or nothing. I've never even been to Cali. Yeah, so it's like, the fact that I had wild. that dream is it's crazy. So bro, it's dumb vivid. Damn. It was crazy. It was super crazy. And that, that kind of like, it just had me sit back and think like, damn, like what is, what is this supposed to mean? And it just it just goes back to the, what I thought of it was um, how we always talk about how the people who's gonna be like the revolutionaries is gonna be regular everyday people. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like I was on some like RZA Islam type stuff cause like, I was just like in the mix with his family and everything like that. And you know what I mean, cause I feel like that would be something RZA would be doing, like going to pay like pay his his, his respects to Lauren, to the family and everything like that. Cause I know he's not, obviously RZA's from LA I'm sure he knows he's met Nip several times. Yeah. And so. been, you know what yeah. I mean? So it Cause was just crazy.
1: Because uh, Rizzo hangs around uh, Derek Grace a lot. And I know Derek Grace is a huge fan of uh Nip. He right. was posting about him all the time, mm-hmm. playing his music, and saying that his music uh, inspired him to hustle mm-hmm. and motivate as well. Right. But to backtrack, I'll tell you what your dream was. I think your dream is. So go back to the statement you said that everyday citizens will make a change mm-hmm. the marathon continues with us we just we grabbing the, the baton now Word. we just run these laps so like nick cannon said
0: yeah so on us. that's a fact that's a fact and i mean that's so i mean so what let's just touch on what's being told to the public as far as who killed him and everything like that you want to touch on that uh before we get into the to the quote-unquote conspiracy side or the true reason why this man was 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 uh Was killed.
1: Well, reports come out say that Nip was murdered by a longtime close friend or acquaintance. Was also part of the the gang, the Crips. I'm not sure if it was exactly the same sect of the Rolling Sixties. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But they say you know he was a Crip as well, and they were they got pictures together. They were somewhat close. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they say he's the murderer of of Nip. Shot him six times and. Uh, that's about it before touching the conspiracy, so, mm-hmm. the conspiracy side so that's all I can really say but I went too deep and then going to the conspiracy right
0: and so it was um, I never seen I never saw the video but apparently there there was um there's a video like this dude like like walking up in front of the store and Nip was like nah you a snitch you gotta get out of here
1: did you have you seen that video? I, I have not seen that video but that's one that's the other talk I'm hearing like yeah Nip called him a snitch and then he walked away and he came back then he shot him then other people are saying that the dude walked up said something to Nip and then Nip was like nah get up out of here you a snitch and then boom boom he shot him right down in there, and there. Mm-hmm. I don't know I really don't care to the extent of what was said it's just the fact that Nip is going and why like. Why did y'all take Nip away? He was doing so much good for the hood. That's and friends. I know I know firsthand because as y'all heard on what episode one—if it was episode one—it was the pilot episode. Mm. I told y'all I was out Cali, and when I was out Cali, we was out hanging out with the locals, and I met a young man out there named Jello. He plays uh, baseball. He's in college, and he told us that Nip paid for him to go to school. He paid his whole college tuition, and he worked—he worked at the Marathon store as well. Wow. He's like, yo, if y'all need anything, just let me know because I know online they be taxing. Kind of, I would be taxing homie, so if y'all need anything, mm-hmm. just hit me up. <laughs> I'll send it to y'all. So it just shows like how much good Nip did. He sent that young man to college out of his own pocket. Mm-hmm. And he worked in the store as well, so it's like, alright, I'm sending you to school, but at the same time, if you want to make your own bread, you can work in my store. And that just speaks a lot. Like, dang he right. was really giving back to the hood. Right, he was putting on, like not only paying for him to go through college and still like, still
0: literally paying him because he obviously employed in his store, like mm-hmm. it, this, the CEO. So he's like, the, that salary and paycheck every week is coming out of that pocket. So it's, it's levels to what this man was doing over in Cali, yo, it really is. It's, it's just crazy that he was supposedly killed by, like I said, not only somebody that he knew, somebody from the same hood, somebody from the same set, even like, it's just, it's just crazy, it really, really is. Um,
1: well, if you want to touch on the conspiracy type side of it, we can do that. Yeah, because it gets a little wild. I don't,
0: I don't believe. Obviously, stuff like this aren't don't just doesn't just happen. Especially with everything we've talked about as far as who Nip was, what he was doing in the hood, the influence that he had, all the knowledge he was trying to kick, um, like. It's, it just—it's just great. Just like he said, I, I gotta figure out what song it was, and I can say the exact lyric, but it was a song when Nip was like, um, "They killed Doctor Sebi because he was—he because he was—he uh, was teaching health." Uh, I think it's uh, Blue Laces too. Yeah, so they, be. they killed Doctor Sebi because he was teaching health. I fucked with Rick Ross because he teaching wealth, like mm-hmm. Fire Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the other side of this story. You know what I mean? Is that for those who don't know, Nipsey Hustle was planning to do a documentary on the late great Dr. Stebby. And so it's believed to a lot of people within the conscious community um, that that's the reason why he was slayed and that this dude that took his life obviously yes he was somebody that knew Nit, but it wasn't just a regular hood beef that wasn't the motive obviously that's what they're pressing and pushing in the media but that's that was i knew i knew that was gonna be what they was gonna push it was gonna be gang violence exactly. and we talked about that the day you texted me i was like yo they're gonna push this to be gang violent and gang related but that's not what obviously that's not what, what the deal is because you know, of me. his past exactly uh because he's notably a, a rolling 60 crip and everything like that they're gonna push it to have been gang related so what i believe is that Yes, I believe the NIP was was taken because of all the all this good he was doing for the community, all the knowledge he was kicking, all the positivity he was pushing to our people, number one, or two, three, four, and five, how many things I just said. But also because of the documentary that he had coming out to talk about Dr. Sebi, who he was, his influence, and what he was doing also for the community, not even just for the community, but just for people on this planet as a whole. He didn't, Dr. Sebi didn't see color, he didn't see race, he didn't see creed. He was just for the, the betterment and the health of the, the planet. Race. Yeah, the human race. Holistically, exactly. no, naturally, <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> natural no medicine. on top of that, so that was, that specifically. And so, for those who don't know who Dr. Sebi was, because I feel like a lot of people don't um, know who he truly was and everything like that. Um, let me just uh, explain a little bit. So, like I said, Dr. Sebi. Um, His actual birth name is Alfredo Bowman, and he actually was born in Honduras, South America. Me, personally, I didn't even know that. I thought he was either from the Caribbean or African, um, to be honest, but he was actually from South America. So he uh, was from Honduras, and he is a pretty much a holistic health doctor that pretty much used a herbalist, uh, biochemist, and naturalist, pretty much everything he used to try to cure people. Of sicknesses and ailments was all natural and plant-based and everything like that um, and it was essentially uh, they're all cures they weren't essentially just treating the symptoms they were she was essentially attacking the root of the cause and everything like that of these sicknesses and eliminating them from the system and from the body because everybody knows that essentially when you go to a doctor these days they pretty much treat you for your symptoms and not what we're actually being what actually the cause is um, so like I said if you got a cold or whatever and you got a cough, they're just gonna treat the cough. They're not gonna see, okay, what's- What's like, causing the cough? Yeah, what's, what's causing the cough? Like What's your living conditions like? What, what's your health like? What's your diet like? They're not gonna ask all that. They're just gonna give you a little packet of pills or some, or some- A bottle of medicine. A bottle of medicine to help you for two weeks just to cure the symptoms and then- Might have a side effect. <laughs> exactly, on top of that, you might have a side effect. And then a month and a half later, you might be sick again and wonder why, if I just got this treated a month and a half ago, no. You didn't get it treated you just got it pretty much suppressed it's still lingering in your system but that's essentially what his main focus was essentially treating the cause and so he pretty much like i said he studied herbs all around the world from north central and south america africa and the caribbean and uh believe it or not stebi himself before he even came to north america he was actually um died he was pretty much he had asthma he had diabetes he had diabetes and he was pretty much obese i've never seen old pictures of dr sebi but i mean apparently he was obese and he was a pretty big guy so he pretty much traveled to mexico um to receive treatment and based on the treatment that he received um while in mexico pretty much influenced his te- his uh, his teaching and his treatment of others going forward as far as everything he wanted to study and everything like that um Some notable people that he's helped and that he's treated have been Michael Jackson, John Travolta, Eddie Murphy, uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, you know what I mean, just to name a few. Brother Polite. Uh, Yeah, Brother Polite. Um, So yeah, these pretty much who he was, and he was pretty much promoting, like I said, healthy living, but holistic healthy living through natural and plant-based herbs and everything like that and he was pretty much curing things like aids hiv the like the big the big things that are killing people today cancer AIDS, hiv cancer herpes diabetes mm-hmm. all those crazy diseases Yep, yeah, all the, pretty much all the man-made diseases pretty much he was curing them naturally through plants um and herbs and everything like that and essentially he actually actually he actually went to court and was sued by the state of New York uh, because after going to Mexico, he actually ended up residing in New York and pretty much the state pretty much sued him because one, I, I guess technically, he wasn't like a legit doctor, um, so he got sued for that and then pretty much was sued for pretty much making these claims that he can cure these different things, um, but not only doing that, but we're doing so without a license basically. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was sued by the state of New York. Um, but he actually ended up winning that case, um, amongst other ones as well. He won that case, and now, although the reason he won that case was because essentially what New York was trying to sue him for was a little off, and like what like they they pretty much didn't have all the information they thought they did to essentially um, force him to stop his practice and everything like that. Um, so he won that case. It's the People of the State of New York versus Ogun Herbal Research Institute. Uh, and this happened back in 1993. Um, like I said, at, in New York, and then nine three to infinity. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. And then um, he actually, Dr. Sebi or Alfred Bowman, Alfredo Bowman, Bur- excuse me, actually ended up suing Michael Jackson because he had treated Michael Jackson. Um, but he wasn't, he was never fully compensated for the treatment and everything like that. What did he treat Michael Jackson for, you know? Um, I do not know exactly what he treated Mike for, because apparently in the case, uh, Michael Jackson's publicist denied Dr. Sebi ever treating him. So that case ended up actually falling through. Um, so Bowman, he claims that, or Dr. Sebi claims that he was owed $380,000, uh, and, um, well, hold on. She said, Bowman claims that $380,000 was outstanding and sought $600,000 in lost revenue of the deferment of clients and various speaking arrangements after Jackson's brother Randy only gave him $10,000. So he was owed a decent amount of money. Um, and it's based on just to, just to imagine and where those speakers came from. Apparently, Dr. Sebi, he, uh, what are the numbers? That's I saw it as far as what he was charging like up front and then what he charged like after for every visit and everything like that Um, misplaced the figures there but um, yeah so he charged a decent amount like it wasn't cheap to go uh, to get this man's treatment as it shouldn't have been so for an initial fee of five hundred dollars and eighty dollars each for addition for each additional visit so I I guess it actually wasn't as what's not too crazy but I mean it was not necessarily cheap either um, but, like I said, so that's essentially just a little background of who Dr. Chevy was and I all of you post videos and interviews from him talking about his teachings, talking about the herbs and everything like that that he suggests using. and um, I would say I would post his website, but since his death, um, I've seen a lot of people say, and suggest not to use his website anymore and not to buy products from his website because they feel as though they've been,
1: it's been infiltrated yeah I have read something like that as well since he's passed a lady said she ordered something I forgot exactly what herb it was for or what bottle of medicine she got mm-hmm. she said once she received it it was real lumpy and wasn't how it was supposed to be Right. and someone commented on, don't use it because once you pass they feel as though the company's been infiltrated mm-hmm. and you know selling these products to help you get better but in return they may have putting different chemicals or different things in it to mess exactly. somebody up thinking going will get something good when it's really going to be bad. Yeah, it might not be exactly hundred percent, yeah, that might not, that might not be a hundred percent
0: healthy and natural as it's supposed to be. So like I said, I wouldn't necessarily recommend buying any more of his products, but doing the, watching the videos on him and all the stuff that he was teaching himself verbally while he was still with us, um, because like I said, that's that's what he was teaching. That was his main focus. And um, so between him and then I also, there's also a book out there called African Holistic Health by actually It's written by Dick Gregory mm-hmm. that I have that I also recommend people getting and doing research on and everything like that. Because it just pretty much uh, reiterates everything that Dr. Sebi was preaching and promoted um, as far as holistic health goes and whatnot.
1: Um, and before Nip introduced Dr. Sebi, I was introduced to Dr. Sebi through Dick Gregory. So. Okay, yep. He was always talking highly of him as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Along with um, people like Young Pharaoh, Brother Polite, they spoke highly of Dr. Sebi as well. Absolutely. Um, whether, like I say, it's
0: the holistic diet, the alkaline diet, and everything like that, and just making sure everything is balanced. Um, and like I said, he was focused on, like I said, getting the, the cure for all these major, major... Um, major diseases and everything like that. And there's a story that he tells in one of his interviews about how, ironically, because it's still believed that his death is kinda is kinda unsolved and like this scapulation onto how he truly died, same same way with Nip. Um, but there's a video of him when he was a little bit younger about how after he cured his thirteenth patient, it's crazy thirteen. 13 episode thirteen everything like that, his 13th patient. His mom came to him and was like, you know they're gonna come after you, right? Talking about obviously you know who them and they are. The men in black suits. Exactly, and he was pretty much like, yeah he knows, but it's like, what are they gonna do? I don't I, well, I don't know if that's actually what he said, but I know, I forgot what, he, what his response after he told that part of the story, but he was pretty much like his mom was scared because he knew that what he was doing was very powerful. Um, and the man that be, like I said, the man behind closed doors and everything like that. Pretty much, just he. Pretty much, his mom knew how powerful the pharmaceutical the, uh, industry was, because mm-hmm. like I said, it's a multi-billion-dollar uh, industry, and they make money on essentially people continuing to be sick. You know what I mean?
1: Like they create the disease, they create the diseases and the quote-unquote cures, mm-hmm. so you can get sick, continue to buy it, get sick, continue to buy it. it Never-ending cycle. Exactly. Exactly.
0: It's they're not treating you to get better, they're treating you, to, like I said, just to have it suppressed, and for you to come back and be sick. Like, people, not to put disrespect on people who have cancer or who have lost people to cancer,
1: but chemotherapy is not- Is not the it's way. It's absolutely terrible for it's you. 10 times worse, it's like, like you're, it's almost like putting the cancer back into your body, 10 times worse, like 10 times more, in Right. A sense. Because all that radiation and mm-hmm. you're going through is making it year. It's breaking your body down. Exactly. So between chemotherapy,
0: like the flu vaccinations, and just vaccines in, in general, like they're not good, like they're not good for your body at all. And um, Dr. Sebi knew this, and so he was trying to cure people the right way and the healthy way. And obviously, like I said, I'm not really sure how it said that he died. But I mean, I believe the same way we believe Nip, which we'll actually get back to that. We believe that Nip was essentially killed or assassinated for a reason. I, I mean, I, we believe the same thing as far as uh, Dr. Sheby goes.
1: I feel like I feel like Nip was assassinated by the bigwigs, uh, the elites, as we would call them, mm-hmm. because what happened? What two days ago? Who is who is now considered America's biggest rat now? One more time. Who is now considered America's biggest rat? The Biggest rat? Yep. And they're, they're a person of color. Oh, the, uh, Al Sharpton?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, yes. Saw, I saw
1: that too. So I saw that too. With that in mind, uh, if people don't know, Al Sharpton is now considered one of the biggest rats because in political climates where it was crazy, like civil rights movement, uh, Don King situations. Mm-hmm. Reverend Al Sharpton. He was wearing wires. He was an informant for the FBI, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, I was just cooperating with law enforcement." So how many people has he given up? Is he responsible for the death of MLK? Does he play a part in the death of Malcolm X? Does, like the list goes on. Yeah, it can go on. Like so, hey. with that with that in mind, who's to say that the murderer of Nipsey? didn't play a part with the police officers because they say he was a snitch. He caught a few bodies. You don't catch a few bodies and are allowed back on the street. You have to cooperate with the police department. Absolutely. So what and what ways was he cooperating? Did exactly. he take a deal and say, hey, we can give you everything you want, just give us snitch And maybe they give him some MK Ultra type type of deal. Are we gonna have to do this for us and after this your life will be set free. And if you know, y'all you saw the movie Get Out. When people are under MK-Ultra, their body is used as a vessel and their mind is elsewhere. So who's to say that didn't happen in this situation? They used his body so he could attempt to well, complete this assassination because it wasn't attempted; it happened, it's completed. Mm-hmm. To complete this assassination and then to go half an hour later after that to be checked in for mental health issues? Come on now, this is not it's, it's the, all fishy exactly it don't make sense and why do we have this one camera angle i remember you sent me the surveillance camera mm-hmm. and i'm thinking to myself when i first watched it, I'm like yeah we got this side view but i know nip store had cameras in front of it right and even the other stores surrounding it why are we getting this only view there's, there's only this one view
0: there's a picture of him right in front of it and in the background like somebody peeped and like they took it they circled the camera you could see it in the background mm, it's kind like, of rhythm, it was, right yeah it's yeah. right in front of the store exactly. like directly in front of the store exactly So it's like and so what I was looking for while you were saying that it was um, just to just to further allude to the point of how informants and plants can be placed. Just look at the Black Panther Party. The one of the there was a there was a gentleman I I was looking for the post, but I forget forget his name. Uh, I'm going to keep looking for it so I could try to figure this out here for him and go on Riz's page. Yeah, I forget his name. So he I get the exact names he was, here. He
1: was paid $300 just to give him up the Black Panther Party. Right. $300? I understand it was, what, the, the 60s? Probably early 70s, 60s? Mm-hmm. I mean, 300 was a little grit back then, but still, that's not enough to give up a whole operation, and an operation to do better for the black community as a whole. Like, you right. a whole Judas out here.
0: So, when I first heard the story, that's what I thought, as far as the guy that came out, or the guy that they call in, like, or his... Allegedly the uh, the one responsible for taking nips life. Yeah, I was older. Yeah, right. I thought right away I'm like, okay He may have been the one who actually killed nip. That is probably true But it wasn't because of what they were saying as far as nip calling him a snitch and everything like that He was paid off by the man the government whomever and like I said was probably and I don't. I, I mean, who knows how long or how why he chose how long he's been close to it and how much information he knew or right. if he was an informant or not. Right. This, this, it's not random. It's not. It wasn't random. Like, like we, like do we, like, do we, do we need to get into all the people who who mysteriously was killed on on the 31st. Like, do we? Uh, how how deep y'all want? Us, how Hi. deep y'all want us to go right now? Yeah. Give him a few. Uh, give a few
1: people.
0: So I mean, I think I think you're the one to put me onto that. Yeah. So, the
1: post, but if you wanna
0: pull it out real quick. Nah, actually, you can touch on it I'm going to have to scroll. Um, the people, like, the amount, a couple people who was, who was taken on the 31st of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, on March 31st, the March 31st death ritual, aka blood, sac- blood sacrifices. And this goes all the way back to 1745 AD, apparently. You know what I mean? Um... Jesse Owens, JP Morgan, John Calhoun. So like I said, they're not even
1: just black people. Yes, it's also people. But people, these are people who try to do good for the for all of humanity for the most part. Selena. Uh this is the first one was this. de Equano. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but I'm gonna spell it off here. O L A U D A H. Last name E Q u-i-a-n-o and he was an anti-slavery activist and he was uh slain on the 31st as well and then i mean from that
0: from the people that that was taken on the the 31st of march over the years we could touch on that uh but then on top of that we could touch on how this dude that took Nip's life The dude, his prosecutor or his lawyer is about to be the dude from, what, whose case was it? OJ case, yeah. The OJ case. Like, so you're telling me some dude from the block, some random crip has the funds to be able to afford. This high profile lawyer. This high profile lawyer. Now, some people saying, oh, he hasn't had much business since the OJ case and he was just looking for anything and everything to send the third, so it wasn't that expensive to get him blah 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 fuck out of here
1: <laughs> if he was looking for a nice, like, a nice on, case yo. to get some business why did hop on 21 Savage case that's like, why did hop on these not even a high celebrity profile these young men and women who are being slain or being arrested for just being black why did you hop on their cases come on fam and like this yo you know what's
0: other you know what I'm gonna play for you I'm gonna play this video of the people that y'all think is so for the community and so down for the people but this video right here pretty much showed me that he's a sheep has been a sheep and will always be a sheep to the community and that's the man Charlemagne from the breakfast club all right so i'm gonna play this clip it was on twitter it's a minute and a half and it's pretty much him debunking all the conspiracy theory ideas about him it being taken because of this documentary and everything like that so just listen and i just want to hear
1: what y'all got to say about this and before you play it i don't think nip was per se murdered based off the documentary i think the documentary plays a part but nip was doing a lot of good like we say giving back to the hood the the story he had building basketball courts sending kids to college stopping gang violence uh the multiple forms of cryptocurrency he was building Mm -hmm. the the amount of land he had in multiple countries continents like Mm -hmm. And then the, the
0: the the real like probably the biggest one is that he owned all of his masters
1: exactly. And another icing on the cake, he was an advocate for black love. Him and Lauren London, oh my god, everybody was saying their goals, their goals. Right. That's true black love. Like you got a crip, one of the hardest dudes in gang history, damn near. And then you got this beautiful actress, and they find a the common ground and make something happen to you. Have beautiful marriage, a beautiful child together. Yep, yeah. it just shows like there was there was ultimate goals all around. Exactly, but yeah, they really were. They really were. were. Uh,
2: no, yeah. I his brother Charlemagne. You know, yeah, like, let me
0: let me play this clown real quick.
2: I'm Passing yourself off his culture, all right, and this is why I was telling y'all yesterday to stop with the conspiracy theories surrounding the Good Brother Nipsey Hussle. His family and friends didn't appreciate that at all. Okay, Nipsey. You know, didn't get killed because he was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi. Nipsey got killed by a jealous, envious, hating ass dude from his community who clearly already had some deep-rooted issues and a fragile ego, and he couldn't stand the rejection he received from Nipsey. Like seriously, I want y'all to really think about this for a second. For a second, for a second, okay? You think the government is gonna get Nipsey killed for a documentary that's not even out yet? But that same government gonna let thousands of videos of Dr. C V live on YouTube? If they would go so far as to kill Nipsey for that, why wouldn't they just call YouTube and say, take those down? Like, seriously, what's wrong with y'all that y'all believe that? But I'm not going to go back and forth with y'all about that because that's just a distraction. And if we're sitting around pointing the finger at everyone else, and we're not dealing with what we need to be dealing with, and that's ourselves. And by the way, I'll play white devil's advocate with some of y'all and say, you know what, I believe you. It is a conspiracy. But what about all the other brothers who got shot and killed in L.A.? This weekend What about the brothers Getting shot and killed In Philly In Chicago and Jersey and Atlanta Are those conspiracies too We act like we don't see This happen to our people All the time In our communities And I don't want to feel like I can't be around My own people But that's where All the real threats To my life Were coming from By the way I'm having any answers I'm just doing my part The best way I know how And the only thing I know to do right now Is to encourage people If they know Eric Holder's whereabouts
0: Listen I'm out the I'm out to I'm about to body this nigga know right what here. The hell just gonna have another Jennifer- I'm about to body him right now for this minute and a half. Let him have it. Cause he exposed himself on so many different levels in that minute and a half. It don't even make sense. You don't even make sense. Like, and I'm gonna tell you how. Let me. Matter of fact, I might have to run it back and
2: generation of trauma, passing yourself off as culture. I mean, this I'm a, is why I was yesterday. playing again. I'm gonna play it again for you The theories surrounding the good brother Nipsey Hussle. His family and friends didn't appreciate that at all. Okay. okay, Nipsey, you know, didn't get killed because he was doing a documentary on Dr. Stevie Nipsey got killed by a jealous, envious. Hating-ass dude from his community who clearly already had some deep-rooted issues and a fragile ego. That may be true. I couldn't stand the rejection he received from Nipsey. Like, seriously. Also may be true. I want you to think about this for a a second, okay? You think the government is going to get Nipsey killed for a
1: documentary that's not even out yet? But that's it. I'll pause it right there. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because he has the reach. Yes. Exactly. Because he has the reach. The same way Grundy just said, the documentary was only a piece to that puzzle, it was just a piece. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally one of like we you listed like seven right. things. <laughs> one of seven words. things. that is, is, is the reason why that yes, the government would take his life because of this documentary. And so, okay, to your point. I see why the we, government
2: going like thousands of videos
0: of Dr. Say on, on YouTube. YouTube. On YouTube that. Go- okay. Yes. All right. That's that's cool. But who who is uploading these videos? They not nip. They not celebrity. I mean, okay. Some of them are celebrity, okay, like I said, the Dr. Polites, maybe the Nick Cannons and everything like that. But at the same time, like we touched on last episode, it's it's hard to say who these people are are agents or not. Right. Number one, I don't believe Nick was an agent. Nah. If he was, he, was he would still be one. here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if he
0: that was, too he was a good one. That too. But I don't think he was. Exactly. And I don't think Nick Cannon owned any of his masters. I, don't, I mean like I said brother Polite, is he's knowledgeable as hell and super smart but it's he's 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 been exposed Yeah Young Pharaoh has been exposed Dr. Umar has been exposed and I follow these brothers because mm-hmm. they have so much knowledge and information but they've all been exposed on different counts Right You know what I mean So but Would go
2: so far as to kill Nipsey for that why wouldn't they just call YouTube and say take those down Like seriously what's wrong with y'all that y'all believe that but I'm not going to go back and forth with
1: y'all about that because that's a- Go ahead, Grandy. How he said, why did not they call YouTube and take him down? A lot of people don't know. YouTube is in the action of taking a lot of conspiracy and knowledgeable videos off of YouTube right now. They're in that process. Exactly. So who's to say that in a couple months we might not have Dr. Sebi videos and that Nip's Documentary Just- wants to open many people's eyes to what Dr. Sebi did in the past and what we can do going forward.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Like He's just a distraction. If we're it's two around pointing the finger at everyone else, then we're not dealing with what we need to be dealing with, and that's ourselves. And by the way, I'll play white devil's advocate with some of y'all and say, you know what, I believe you. It mm-hmm. is a conspiracy. But what about all the other brothers who got shot and killed in L.A.? This weekend, what about the brothers getting shot and killed in Philly in Chicago and Jersey and Atlanta are those conspiracies too? We act like we don't see this happen to our people all the time in our communities and I don't want to feel like I can't okay. be around my own people But that's where all the real threats to my life are coming from. By the that's way, that's
0: fair and fairly accurate I'm having
2: answers. I'm just doing my part the best way I know how and the only thing Boom, I want to do right, right now is there.
0: That's one of them him. He's just doing his part the best way he knows how <laughs> yes, clearly we see that. Right. We clearly see you're doing what your job and what you're paid to do the best you know how, and that's to
1: divert and distract people from the fucking truth. Cuz his ending point was I encourage y'all to tell us where Eric Holder is. People if they they're promoting more violence in the day.
0: Right. Exactly. So, thank you. Let's, let's let me just finish this LA story
2: this weekend. What about the brothers getting shot and killed in Philly and Chicago? We act like we don't see this happen to our people all the time in our communities. And I don't wanna feel like I can't be around my own people. But that's where all the real threats to my life are coming from. By the way, I don't have any answers. I'm just doing my part the best way I know how. And the only thing I know to do right now is to encourage people if they know Eric Holder's whereabouts.
1: Like, if,
0: okay, go (laughs) ahead, Grundy.
1: Like, I, I was just saying, like, he wanted to know about Eric Holder's whereabouts. Or just encouraging people to let him know oh, mm-hmm. about Eric where about. and in essence, you promoting more violence because you already know. all of California was manhunt for that man to get mm-hmm. him out of here, yeah. Because it took away Nipsey the Great, yeah. So in essence, you kind of promoting more violence, yeah. So oh, and then
0: the point that he said he said it in the beginning, but I was probably talking over it. But he said he was pretty much saying all this conspiracy stuff about him being killed for the Dr. Sebi because of Dr. Sebi episode. I mean episode um documentary is just a distraction nah fam everything that you saying right now in that it minute is. and a half is a distraction because Absolutely. you're distracting people from what truly is going on in this world that we live in and that's people who are truly being taken out for going against the grain going against people out here that rule this world and country and essentially going against the truth and trying to help people like that's you you are the biggest distraction like yo next time peep this Next time y'all watch The Breakfast Club, and next time y'all watch Charlemagne do a video, I'm gonna I'm post this Twitter video too. Look in the background. Look in the background behind his seat. You're gonna see two. You're gonna see two little action figures, black male and a white male. Guarantee you, when you see that, you're gonna see them in a wild ass position and some super super extremely homosexual positions. In the video I just posted. It's the black man is like standing up with his hands up and the white action figure is like elevated above and the black man's face is in the white man's ass. There's another video or another picture where it's the black man behind the white man and the white action figure is bent over and it's
1: like the black man is hitting him from the back doggy style. Wow, so this is, this. it wasn't just that one occurrence I had sent you on Instagram, this is multiple times this happened
0: yes the video i just played if you look in the background it's you can see what i was just talking about it's pretty much the black man is eating the white man's ass oh man subliminal
1: message
0: that is fine bro like it's 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 like we like we say we gonna need to get some t-shirts that says it's levels because it really really is and it's crazy how many people will look past this and be like yo Vaughn, you bugging it's not that deep Grundy, you bugging? it's not that deep so you think it's a coincidence that one nipsey was taken
1: out on on on, um, on March 30, 31st. At the age of 33. At the age of 33. With two other people with him, but they were wounded and he died. Who, whose story is
0: that similar to? Three people were shot. She had 3.33 3 million followers on his Instagram before the fact. If you go on there now, it's not the case. He was mad. People have followed him since then. It's like over 4 million now. He was shot execution style five times in the body, one time to the head, six shots. Like That's really style. We could go on like we could go on and on. Like, okay, some of it you might be alright Wilding with the Instagram followers and his age and the amount of people that he would okay, that's fine. But look at the, look up the significance of three 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 or six six six. No shout out to Drake. You know what I mean? Like, Just look up these numbers. Like it's no coincidence. It like you really can't see all these facts and say y'all niggas is wildin'. Like
1: it's... Did you see the other thing with this supposed Eric Holder guy? Sunday, he was arrested. He had a low cut. Then when he appeared on court and what either Wednesday or Thursday, this nigga hair was a little bit higher. Now I understand people's hair can grow fast, but from Sunday to Wednesday, you got a low fade to now a little curly top. Or pretty much had a ball fade like it's come on
0: fam it's, uh, it, it don't add up man come on fam like, like it I just know. doesn't make sense it doesn't like you it, it just really really doesn't make help. sense my bad but there it was it's just none of this makes sense and you can't think it makes sense and um it just doesn't make sense
1: and it really doesn't it, it really doesn't but Let's let's get out of this whole conspiracy thing and let's honor the life of Nip now. So what are some of your favorite Nip songs? Hustle and Motivate. Hustle and Motivate.
0: Um that song is definitely it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, like I said, Keys to the City mm-hmm. on the Marathon Continues album, mixtape, whatever kind of project that was considered to be. Um I'm really bad with remembering names to songs. If I'm being honest, oh, you know me, I'm the I'm the worst with it. But once I hear it, I'm oh yeah, I know that song. I'm so bad with it. Um, I guess I really don't I really don't know names to be honest. But like I said, the Marathon Project, I suggest y'all go listen to that. If you like, if you're new to who Nipsey Hussle was and didn't really know him prior to this, to his passing, like I said, so the Marathon can the TMC, that mixtape album, whichever it is. Um, the marathon uh bullets ain't got no name volume three boy i think matter of fact i think that may have been like what i like first first got put on because that came out in 2009 so that would have been around the time that i was originally talking about as far as end of freshman high school beginning of sophomore year bullets ain't got no name volume three um this man has mad music bro he really really does so 11 years in the game man yeah it's wild so it's just it's just frustrating man that one that he was he was taken from us and then it's just like this is kind of like the first I guess like big conspiracy death of like that I like kind of resonated with like a lot of the other ones I just I mean I can't really think of nobody else that like kind of passed I mean I guess Prince we had um, well Prince
1: yeah Mac Miller passed recently X Triple X yeah okay those were kind of you know mysterious and yeah but I feel like Nip hit different. Oh, like, most definitely. It hit different. Most definitely, because Nip was the is the motivator. Like when you think about this generation's motivationers, motivational rappers, you think of Nip. You think of Meek. Mm-hmm. Um. You think of like people like Roddy Rich, like people like that mm-hmm. in our generation. Before you had like your Rick Rosses, your Jay Zs, your uh, Jada Kisses, stuff like that. But Nip was the top of our class right now. Mm-hmm. That, and he was all real you you didn't have to question it whatever nip said you knew it because it showed whether it was he talking about his jewelry oh yeah he rocked his five Cuban links mm-hmm. his Malcolm chain you've seen all that you've seen all the cars you've seen the Crenshaw shirt you've seen the store you've seen mm-hmm. everything everything he rapped about you've seen so it wasn't no facade no fig right there so that's mm-hmm. why I resonated with him and whenever time I found myself getting down pop some nip in. Like oh yeah I'm motivated now right. well, I'm trying to get this bag no I'ma make a way to get to this bag, so I can get myself out of here and help others as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I wish, I wish we could like get away with actually playing the song on here, but because we upload to Apple and Spotify, I don't want to risk it. I right. think have that shit get pulled, like a whole episode get pulled. But yeah, man, that Hustle and Motivate song is fire. It's just I don't man, yo, just Nip, <laughs> nip really
1: gone, yo. It's right. crazy. It's some of my favorite songs. Well, I got a lot of I like a lot of Nip songs, but. Since his passing, like the songs that really hit me the most was "If You Were Mine," you know the Sade sample, "50 um, Niggas" off of Mailbox Money, "100 the Show," uh, most recently the the joint off the, the mixtape "No Pressure," the songs "Never Gonna Know," "None of This," and my favorite, 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 "Stuck in the Grind." It's more like a more like emotional melodic drum, but mm-hmm. he's speaking facts on it. Okay. And just, yeah, if you are listened to him yet, check those songs out. Nipcon motivate you to tenfold. Like, he gonna get you right. Facts. It's
0: true. I really, really, I really believe that. Cause he's, whether it's just, even if you don't like listen to his music, cause I know some people, it's crazy how some people really like from the East Coast really just can't get with that that West Coast vibe. That West Coast sound. I got a couple friends that's like that. They just can't get down with the West Coast vibe or sound or whatever.
1: So if that's the case, at least just listen to his interviews. Yeah, his interviews, even his documentaries. Like I went back and watched his documentaries of um, when he opened a store or even uh, Crenshaw or Slauson, uh, little mini movies he had. Mm-hmm. People always spoke highly of Nip. Like, it was like, yeah, Nip, he always did his thing. Like, yeah, he was in the set, you know what I'm saying? He caught his fades or whatever, but never lost or never had any smell on his name. But he always gave back. He was a true hustler. He was a, even though he was in a gang and doing this, he was always business-minded. He was always sharp. He always seen the bigger picture. And
0: that's why he so highly Nip, man. That's real. It's, I wish... I wish... Obviously, I wish he was still here. And I wish some rappers would have, like, made music with him while he was still here.
1: Yeah.
0: I really do. Like, um... Like, a Nip. I mean, I, I mean... He got Kendrick on his most recent album. But another... Another song with him would have been Fire. On some Crip shit with him and Schoolboy or Vince. That would have been stupid. That would have been super hard. Like, Ooh. um... I mean, even even the song with him and Snoop. I mean, I feel like he, I feel like he does have a song with Snoop. That,
1: that's the reason why I got into uh, Nipsey because I, I feel like he resembled Snoop. They had that same kind of swag and right. both crips. They had the same braids and stuff like mm-hmm. slick like slick back braids. Right. So that's another reason I was like irritated gravitated or, towards him or
0: some a track with him and Mozzie and Reasons that would have mm-hmm. been fire. Oh, him and Reason that'd be. crazy. Ooh. Him and Ray, him and Reasons would have been stupid. reason wordplay is retarded. Super crazy. That's just, like we don't, Like I said, we on that. Um, every day everybody with his name is from Cali. So mm-hmm. Vince, Vince Staples, Schoolboy Q, Mozzie, um, who I just say oh Reasons. Um, Should even get a even if he was
1: still here get a track with him and Blueface Baby. Word. It's just be because yeah. like yo, you
0: imagine if he was on the Blue on the on the, uh, on the uh, Tatiana the the remix. <laughs> Yeah, that would've been funny that would've been wild funny super funny but yeah man shout out to the west coast shout out to the nip shout out to the rolling 60s shout out to shout out to russell westbrook dropping 20 20 and 20 yo, for, for and them. That's for my nigga nip that's my nigga nip for them 60s yo did you peep yo peep this all right so espn think they slick so russ dropped 20, 20 and 20 for the 60s mm-hmm. and in the post game the person they had interview him was this nigga jason terry and uh, so, alright, so people are probably, like right, what's the significance of this nigga Jason I Terry? It. It's mad pictures of this nigga Jason Terry throwing up big C's he throughout know, his yo. career. He's
1: throwing up special conversations. <laughs> throwing up
0: big C's throughout <laughs> his career, yo. Like, this Google Jason Terry Crip, you're going to see mad pictures of him throwing up big C's throughout the game, after games, and pictures. So, it's just wild funny, yo. That Crip thing is, is rooted deep, and it's crazy because this nigga Jason Terry's from, like, Seattle. Yeah, so he's not even like from Cali, but I mean, I guess Crips is
1: everywhere. Yeah, hey, so. Crips is everywhere. They're here in Delaware, supposedly. Facts. <laughs> so,
0: but I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not condoning gang violence, but if anything, get back to the roots of what Crips actually stood for originally, what Bloods actually <laughs> stood for originally, man. Yep. If, if, if the Crips and Bloods could really get back to that and really um, Uplifting the community, it's protecting like, the neighborhoods it will be from a, corrupt police officers—it will be a problem. It will really be a problem. So, um, and for those of those, for those um, who don't know, I'm trying to look it up.
1: Um, what is the? Um, why are you looking? We're speaking of Crips. Shout out to uh, Killer Mike, you know, and Cripacola. Helping them, them brothers. Uh, facts. Start they. cripple Cola. And uh, what's the other one? The Bloods too. Blood Pop or Pop Blood or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, something like that. They, the Bloods and the Crips, they both have a soda company.
0: Mhm. So for those of you who don't know, Crips originally or stands for Class Rebels Immortalizing uh paint. Well, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. Paint spray. What? <laughs> Read some more other stuff. Right. Uh, here it is. I don't know what that is, but that threw me off. Common. Revolution and progress is essentially what Crip stood for in the 70s when Tiny and everything like that. Um and uh what what's the dude schoolboy was talking about? Yeah, tookie. Yeah, that's what it um that's what it originally was supposed to stand for. And then Blood, the acronym for Blood was let me see here. Hmm Course, this is going to take something simple, so simple like this. Should be easy to look up, but Google's not on my side right now. Um, brotherly love overcomes, overrides, and destruction. Um, yeah, so brotherly love overcomes, overrides, and destruction. But yeah, there was pretty much. It was a brotherhood, you know what I mean? It wasn't supposed to be a gang. It was pretty much, if anything, like a fraternity. Mm-hmm. But a fraternity. I'm sure, just like anything else, that also got infiltrated that and preferred. essentially is what it's, been, what it's known to be today. And Bloods and Crips are known to be these heathens and thugs. I mean, granted, that is, unfortunately, an unfortunate reality as well, because, I mean, they out here committing crimes. and. Killings and everything like that, but I'm saying if we get back to the root, it's, it's just in, that's in the black community in general, yo. If we get back to the root of being down for us and loving and caring us, because I mean, some of the stuff Charlamagne said in that video is fairly accurate as far as um, the black the black community's biggest enemy sometimes can be the black community, mm-hmm. so that's accurate. I can sit here and agree with him on that um, and everything, but at the same time obviously there's also a bigger enemy outside of the black community and but if we get back to being down and for our people it'll make that threat harder to it'll make it'll make it harder for that threat to essentially um tear us apart is essentially what i'm trying to say so yeah man i mean but unless you got anything else to say grindy that's that's all i got for this
1: episode man because it's just Give getting me upset. <laughs> I feel you, but on a lighter note, all I got to say is rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey the Great, aka Thundercat. Let's just all take his messages and his music and documentaries and interviews, everything he says. Let's take it for the, the greater good and use it for the best mm-hmm. of our abilities. And not just be like, oh man, shout out to Nip, blah, blah, rest in peace, and then go on about it. Now, this is one of those tragedies and losses that we got to take action on this can't just go under the rug this like something has to happen so my only advice is to y'all pick the baton up and keep running this race because the marathon continues facts and we all gotta make a change
0: the marathon definitely does continue and it's it's definitely gonna continue with these two
1: gentlemen in this room mm-hmm. that's a fact because we out here owning our masters <clears throat> cutting out the middle man, and just trying to do better for ourselves and everybody else around us Practice. that's all i gotta say that's all i want to end it with a positive note that's all I do better for ourselves indeed indeed
0: so as always it's your boy king vaughn on the mic follow me at rugby underscore reggie and also please follow the uh the actual podcast's instagram and twitter which is on instagram it's celestial underscore conversations i was actually able to add that i see now conversations i was, I was able to add We're the plural S. now and then on twitter it's celestial convos So, yeah, please follow the podcast, Instagram and Twitter
1: uh, as well. And you can follow me, King Grundy, at The Grundy Show on Instagram and Twitter. Peace, peace. Much love. Thank you all for listening. Yes, yes.